This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, as I'm getting ready, I'm show prepping this morning, and I'm sitting there watching, you know, the news flipping around, and I said, I got to go back to uh, MSNBC, which I hadn't done in like a year. I did it uh, Tuesday night to just revel in their pain and misery. It was glorious, and I wanted to see if they were, you know, w- w- they were still hurting. And I put it on, and there's that that smarmy little uh, uh, Surgeon General, Dr. Murthy, um, the guy who doesn't understand the U.S. Constitution, among other things. But anyway, he's one of the lead spokesmen for the authoritarian Biden regime now. And he's being interviewed, and he says he can't wait to uh, uh, um, to vaccinate his five-year-old because finally, he says, his kid can get back to going to school, playing sports, hanging out with his friends, having sleepovers. And I'm watching this, and granted, I don't have a five-year-old, thank God, because I don't think I could handle this propaganda. I'm sitting there going, wait a second. Your five-year-old doesn't play with his friends? Your five-year-old doesn't have sleepovers or go to school or play sports until you get uh, vaccinated? These people are either lying or completely insane. This and I'm glad I got Turtle Boy here today. It's a good day for Turtle Boy because he, as we know, is one of the leaders of the resistance. He doesn't wear a mask anywhere. I mean, he goes in, he, he has surgery. He refuses to wear a mask. He's that, he's that uh, uh, determined, that fanatical. But you have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Do I have that right, Turtle Boy? That's correct. I would just like to say, I'd like to be the first to say, be prepared. There will be a mandate your six-year-old will not be able to go to school <clears throat> if she doesn't get this untested vaccine, a vaccine she doesn't need, and certainly you don't want her to get. That is the next step. And you, I'd love someone to tell me why they think the Biden regime and all their acolytes in the media, in local government, all the, the blue state tyrants, the Charlie Bakers and the Gretchen Whitmers, why they will stop at that, why that line will ever be, we, we want to force everybody to get vaccinated or we'll fire cops, we'll fire firefighters, nurses, hell, we'll kick people out of the Marines and the Air Force. Why would they ever stop at children? I mean, obviously, they're, they're enjoying, they are relishing their, their power, their authority. Why do you think there might not be a mandate for your six-year-old? Just I just feel that. like eventually there has to, I would hope, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like eventually there has to be a bridge that's too far. I would hope maybe, I mean, I could be proven wrong. I, at this point, I, I don't put anything out of the question. However, I think there is a big difference between telling parents your kid must wear a mask because it's just so simple for them to put on a mask and it doesn't require anything as opposed to your kid must get this injected into their body against both your will and their will. And I agree with you. Like if they're, if they're willing to mandate that, there is nothing. There's literally nothing they won't do. You you again. That's not an explanation. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, you didn't answer my question. Why would someone like Charlie Baker or, or Gavin Newsom stop at? Cops. Because there might there might be more pushback than there was with the mask. Oh sure, but they they love pushback. They don't mind pushback. I mean, they love. Uh, I mean, like here's here's, of- here's here's your president. And I, again, we all we have to preface every time we play or or mention the president. He's obviously in the throes of dementia. He does not know what he says. But 
he's got people around him handing him scripts, handing him notes, telling him who to call on, telling him what to say, when to say it, when to turn and run. He needs someone to tell him when to go to the bathroom. That's the problem. He needs some special. He needs someone on his staff who can do that. But um, that aside, he says he's asking about vaccinating children as young as five. And by the way, I'm not happy about this turtle. But why don't they vaccinate four-year-olds and three-year-olds and two-year-olds and one-year-olds? Why oh, draw the line at five? That will come. That's we'll coming. <laughs> there will, will be children. There will be babies in their womb, and they'll say they must be vaccinated. But the president, I don't know if you have this, Karana, was asked about it. And he says for parents, I'll just set it up for parents. It's a day of relief and celebration, celebration. So you're a parent, turtle boy, of a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Just tell us, tell tell the audience, how did you celebrate yesterday? Oh, we, you go <laughs> not to at all, Jerry, Chuck not e. at Cheese? all. Yeah, we had, Chuck, honestly, there's going to be people, people moving. And you're going to see that a lot. Like that's. Uh, people are going to send their kids to private school. They're going to leave the state in high numbers. And it's not just talk this time. Like, it's not like when uh, liberals said that they were going to move. Whoopi Goldberg said she's moving to Canada. No, they're actually going to move. It's going to cause seismic demographic change. People are going to get, and maybe that's what they want. Maybe they just right. want a communist society and that's fine. We choose to live in a communist country. The beauty, Jerry, of this communist society that we live in, as opposed to European communism, is they put up walls. So you couldn't leave East Berlin. We're free to leave. And that's the benefit of our communist overlords is they let us leave. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the good news. Yeah, They're you're very free, gracious. You're free They're to very leave. Gracious. But, but here's, here's the question, and I'll, I'll repeat it for you and anyone else who thinks they're going to draw the line there or they're going to, as you call it, the bridge too far, uh, a five-year-olds. We have the president saying parents are celebrating this day. We have the Surgeon General saying finally his five-year-old can play with her friends. <laughs> well, what, what changes is, is, is if they get pushback, that's going to affect their power. All the people in government want power. So, like, look what happened in Virginia. You had enough people who rallied around the fact that parents should be able to dictate what, they're, what educating their kids looks like. Enough of those parents mm -hmm. pushed back, and it made a difference in Virginia. That's what's going right, to start right. happening right, about people. Virginia. Wait, hold on, and people in in uh, in in getting vaccinations for their kids. Same pushback is going to happen. Virginia is a state where forty five percent, forty four percent of the people voted for Donald Trump. Massachusetts is a state where thirty percent of the people. Voted oh, you're Trump. screwing us. You're, <laughs> you're absolutely right about you know the the, the lust for power. Charlie Baker is a power hungry asshole. Like not everything he does is based off of polls and popularity. All right. And, and so and, yeah, he's going to read Boston the room Bowl. and he's going to, he's going to see right. that vaccine mandates for children. They will be popular. Like the majority of people would support it in the state. He'll do whatever they want. Period. I, I, it, and, and you tell me when Joe Biden has drawn the line, at something that's not popular. I mean, he, he opened the Southern border for, for millions of people from all over the world, from you know tens of thousands of Haitians to come walk. And then they put them on buses and sent them around the country. That's not popular. You think it was popular the way he pulled out of Afghanistan? That was not popular when he left you know, 13 Marines and Baker soldiers to die. Yeah, he doesn't, we, I mean, this is not a guy who is, um, who's governing like he's uh, uh, running uh, for re-election. We're not talking about Biden. We're talking about Baker, Jerry. Baker. But it's all, this, it, it's one and the same. The mandate will come from, the mandate will come from Washington 
It can't come from Washington. The mandate, yeah, of course it can. It's not. The federal it's, government cannot force states to force children. That's uh, not how they, this they've, works. They've, they've done all kinds of mandates that aren't uh, binding, but people still abide by them. we got the federal I mean, Department of Education. That's right. the problem. So if states are going to accept but, money, federal money uh, for their schools, then they're going to be subject to these mandates. They're kicking, right, they're kicking people out of the Marines. They're doing it every day. They, I mean, that, that's not, uh, by, they're not bound by law to do it. They're just doing it because the Biden regime is demanding it. And by the way, uh, you can picture a, you know, a meeting, a cabinet meeting or whatever. They're all, these people are all crazed ideologues who will indeed get to vaccinating babies right out of the womb. Maybe not that, that will come. If you look back a year, less than a year, say the January when people started getting uh, vaccinated, that's when Biden said there'll be no mandates. That's when Fauci said there'll be no mandates. That's when Kamala Harris said there'll be no mandates. They they change, right? They change when they get a little taste of the power that they 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 have and they want they want more. The idea a year ago or ten months ago that we would vaccinate five year olds is is bizarre. It's it, I mean we would laugh at that. We did probably laugh at that. Now I have no doubt when I watch this this. Uh, this decrepit old fool say, parents, this is a day of celebration. And then when I watch the Surgeon General, then you're going to hear all the people on all the various cable networks in, main, in mainstream media. Then you're going to hear, you know, the, 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 the Elizabeth Warrens and the rest. They'll all be echoing. They'll be saying, singing from the same songbook saying, we got to do it. That way people, we can reach herd immunity. We can all get past this thing. That was, the, that's what the Surgeon General was saying. Once we get five-year-olds vaccinated we can put this behind us how many the times have we heard the that best in the last thing you can do with the five-year-olds is give them all covid like my daughter got covid it was the best thing my daughter has natural immunity so does my son why why do they Tur- need the turtle boy they turtle immunity. boy 70 at least 70 percent of children have uh natural immunity right they've gotten covid most of them didn't even know it but they've gotten i believe these numbers are from the cdc i was just reading it they're estimated between 50 and 70% of kids already have natural immunity. So A, they have natural immunity. B, COVID doesn't affect them. It doesn't hurt them. The vaccine is it's probably safe. They'll probably be fine. But there's more risk in the vaccine than there is in COVID. Everyone knows that. They're just they're in denial because they want to force these force this on people. And they're going to mandate it, and you are going to have a tough choice to make, Turtle Boy. Either you know homeschool or find a private school. They're going to mandate it. They're going to. You're, it's going to be your your six year old is going to to get on the bus. You're going to have to show her papers. You're going to have to show your papers to get on the bus and go to school. Get ready for it. I think the the it, it, again, if we look back, just say six months, this thought, this idea would have seemed insane that we would be demanding uh that we'd be kicking cops we're going to get to your story you had a great blog about the situation with the mass state police which is the situation in all blue states we're kicking cops off the force good cops firemen in new york city they're closing down firehouses any day now we'll have stories of people dying dying in fires dying in shootings dying for various reasons because there were no cops there were no firemen there were no nurses there were no emts that the, the thought that a politician a, an elected official would say i would rather 
force this mandate on people than have safety and security and have have firemen and policemen and nurses doing their job we would have thought that's insane six six eight ten months ago totally insane that's the way it is right now we are living in a country where these people are out of control in demanding that this that they get their way with this mandate and they don't kid the hell with public safety the hell with it we're gonna kick fifty-one thousand guys out of the marines 51,000 and demand they pay back the money it took to train them at, at, at Paris Island. I know I'm, I'm with Carano on this one. There was pushback Tuesday night. That was real pushback in a, in a, in a blue state in Virginia and pushback in lots of other places, including New Jersey, but it's not enough. Do you think that deters the Biden regime that, that one governor in one blue state, a, a sleaze ball like Terry McAuliffe, lost was upset that's not going to slow them down at all that that's going to they're going to double down it's going to slow some of them down jerry it's going to slow do you think maggie hassan is going to be pushing maggie hassan has an election coming up in new hampshire next year do you think she's going to be pushing hard for radical leftist causes now uh, we'll see uh, we'll see but every time i wonder that Toronto knows me he's not as that he's a new hampshire guy he knows it you yeah, see what i'm saying I, yeah she's that's why i think democrats really kind of dislike her in washington it's because she know because the population in new hampshire won't won't stand won't well, yeah, it's a similar population in Arizona, and yeah. that's why cinema is that way. Like, you can't afford these AOCs of the world that get elected in 80% pluralities. They don't understand what it's like to be the Democrat from the swing state, and you have to please some of these people. You have to. It's politics. So you think um, because, you know, Maggie Hassan's in a swing district that they won't kick those 50,000 guys out of the Marines? No, I'm just saying that she like there's certain bills that are not going to get passed. Because of people like her that are there's now, no bills. they were they scared. Bills, they were Schmills. scared. Do you think Joe Biden cares about bills? These well, he's not care about bills. He's also going to lose the Senate, Jerry. I mean, you saw the Vegas. He's, he's not going to lose the Senate for another year. Another year, more than a year. He's got yeah. he's got uh, fourteen yeah. months before he loses the House and the Senate. Uh, he doesn't and what care. Can he, do? what, he can't do anything with the filibuster anyway in place. Like he can't do anything. Turtle even boy. with he, a majority. Are you, are you not paying attention? He's going to kick like 300,000 people out of the military. We've already seen those firehouses closed. Cops, as you've chronicled, cops, good cops, have had their lives ruined because of this insane mandate. It's like when they asked him the question in that Anderson Cooper town hall, that that, that back rub Anderson Cooper gave Biden a couple of weeks ago, and he asked about, you know, will there be mandates and will you enforce them? And, you know, will you kick people out of you know uh, their jobs? And he said, yes and yes. And they cheered. Cheered firefighters. They cheered the fact that they're going to fire cops and firefighters. You see, they uh, shut down 26 firehouses in New York City. Right, and they, which means... the guy who the guy who was just elected New York uh, uh, Manhattan Borough President, who, by the way, was the health commissioner of the city and supported the Black Lives Matter things because racism is the biggest public health threat. He tweets out that they are that they're not closing because of the vaccine mandates. Oh, right. They're closing because people are refusing to protect themselves, yes. their families, their colleagues. These are the people that ran into the burning buildings on 9-11, Jerry. But they're not protecting people because they're not getting vaccinated. This is insane. Insane. It, it, truly. I mean, you're saying the people. How about the people in the military? Oh, they're, they're afraid. Remember, remember the Keith Oldman rant? They're just afraid. That's all. They're not worried about you know side effects. They're, they're afraid to get the jab. These are people who are on the front lines fighting our wars or, or in, in the case of the uh, 
the firemen, the people who went in the burning buildings, went in the towers, those people, they're just afraid. They're afraid. I mean, I respect people. I know you've written it too. I would probably, I'd probably roll over and say, give me the jab. I need the job. I need the benefits. I need the health insurance. It takes integrity to stand up for what you believe in. If it costs you a lot, it costs you everything. In some of these cases, they kicked a bunch of people out of the Air Force the other day who were in the middle of basic training. So they signed up, made a big decision. They're young. This is their life. They're going to join the Air Force. And a few weeks later, they're out. They're out and they're, you know, whatever, looking for a job at Amazon because they believe, you know, it's their body, their choice, and they don't need, don't want this injection. And instead of just giving in and saying, you know, jab me, they, they stood up for what they believe in. Like, oh, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers. I want to get to Aaron Rodgers, which is, by the way, the biggest uh, story in the NFL. It's, um, it's no surprise, but the media is turning on Aaron Rodgers now because of uh, because he's uh, reluctant to get a vaccine he doesn't need, doesn't want, and and now he's got COVID. And he was, so what? He was dishon- I feel like they're more upset that he was dishonest with them. Well, when do you, do you blame him? What choice did no, he have? No, not at all. What choice not did he all. have? I, I, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. You can, you can go look at this. When we're done, look at it. You know, Google it. Take a look. Who is getting more grief from the media, the NFL media, the Mike Florios and Ben Volans today? Would that be Aaron Rodgers or Henry Suggs? I mean, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Uh, <laughs> one is getting more attention for sure. One's, getting more fairness, th- one's a star and one is just, well, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the Aaron Rodgers and the Henry Ruggs story. I always say this. To make it to the NFL you got to be in some way really crazy. I mean, it takes, you got to be crazy to play that game and make it to the highest level and play it well, no matter what position you play, except maybe, you know, punter, but the rest of them, they got to be nuts. And clearly Henry Ruggs is nuts. We will talk about the Henry Ruggs story and, uh, and the Aaron Rodgers situation and all the frauds who are, uh, who are attacking the defending uh, MVP, I believe, yes, the defending MVP. He's a bad guy now, and we'll tell you why. After I tell you about DCU, do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they could help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance, insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, A-Rod has become public enemy number one among the uh, the wokesters in the press box, which is most of the sports media. Uh, Mike Florio is one of the biggest Karens in the country, the pro football talk NBC guy. He is there to, 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 to rat out anybody who might be uh, reluctant to get the vaccine or even you know if you hesitate if you even say i'm not sure i need this mike florio will jump on you and demand that you submit he is a just another agent of the state he's not he's not uh, shy about it even though he's proud of the fact that he will do the bidding of the biden regime and try to enforce the 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 the, the insane mandates and everything else but a rod a rod aaron Rodgers tests positive yesterday um, which is no big deal. He's out for this week. It's, it happens. I mean, obviously he's a huge star MVP, a joy to watch. I mean, if, if you turn on your TV and Aaron Rodgers is playing, you stop, you watch. He's just one of those guys that you can't take your eyes off. 
but he's sort of an independent thinker. I'll say that he has his, he has a mind of his own, which they don't like in the NFL. People like Mike Florio doesn't, don't like that. I, I just retweeted Ben Watson, another guy who uh, has a mind of his own, a conservative black man who pisses off many in the media because he's a little, leans to the right. And he tweeted out this morning that COVID vac- vaccination status never should have been public knowledge. Media should not have been permitted to interrogate NFL players about themselves or their teammates. Well, they were, they, they loved it. And they asked Aaron Rodgers in the summer in training camp, you know, are you vaccinated? And his answer was, yes, I'm immunized because he has in his, he went through homeopathic treatment, which he said, uh, gave him the antibodies. I don't know how that works, but he's protected. And so what if he's not? He got the virus. He's going to get better. He'll be fine. That's not good enough. They want the Florios of the world want the NFL to come cracking down on Rodgers and the Packers. I was wondering about this because we talked about Brady. Brady, doesn't this make you wonder, but Brady did the same thing. (laughs) I still find it hard to believe that Brady submitted to a vaccine, to a drug that he doesn't need, doesn't want. He doesn't put you know, carbs in his body. He won't consume, you know, a, a, yeah, I find that hard to believe. a I don't piece believe of bread. That. You're going to tell me he's going to take a, an injection of something? He doesn't untested? use sunscreen. He's not going to put an injection in his body. No, right. <laughs> he doesn't need sunscreen. Right. He knows Did how to not. Take, get... We just took Brady's word for it that he did. Is that how that yes. works? Well, okay, they, so that's well what, here, here's what happens, that. Turtle Boys. They had rules that if you were vaccinated, you didn't have to wear a mask in uh, training camp. So, the media put two and two together. And if they saw uh, Brady or in this case, Aaron Rodgers, he was in camp on the sideline with no mask. That meant he was vaccinated or that meant he lied and the um, Packers let him get away with it. I'm just going to say, I don't blame him for lying because what choice did he have? If he told the truth and said, I don't, I'm not vaccinated. I'm, I don't need it. I'm, I'm, I'm healthy. They would, there was all kinds of rules, including that when you traveled, you couldn't leave your hotel room. You had to attend meetings on Zoom, like quarterback meetings, where there's three guys and a coach. They would have to have the starting quarterback, the biggest star in the league, and, and biggest star in his team, would have to be like Max Headroom over here on the laptop while everyone else is in the meeting. So Rogers doesn't want to do that. So he says, yeah, I'm vaccinated. He lied. He said, well, actually, he didn't lie. He said, I'm immunized. And in his mind, immunized was this treatment, this alternative homeopathic treatment. Well, I'm sure he knew he was lying, though. Yeah, no question. But it was, he didn't just say, are you vaccinated? Yes. yes. You know, well, I guess in his mind, there was plausible deniability. Whatever. Well, here's the thing. If you say, if you say it's none of your business, like Ben Watson suggested, to, to the media, that's a no, I'm not vaccinated. The correct answer would, you know, just be like, uh, I, I object to the question in general. You need to stop. At, I mean, I think we need the vaccinated to stand up for the unvaccinated and say, I'm not telling you, you know, I'm not participating in this whole bullshit question. And, and he's right. You have no right to ask that question whatsoever. So it's OK that he lied. And these people feel all betrayed. Uh, he, Aaron Rodgers lied to me. I work for NBC. We never lie. Yeah. OK, <laughs> sure you don't. Right. But, uh, you know, like you have every right to lie in a situation like that. And I don't even consider it lying because the question's illegitimate. 
Right. And if you're trying to get a job now or get into school and they say vaccinated, lots of people are lying because they what choice do they have? I mean, if you want to participate in society and you're like, you know, the countless people we talk about, like Allison Williams, ESPN reporter, and you lose your career. I mean, she has a doctor telling her you shouldn't get vaccinated. You're, You're going through fertility treatment. You're trying to get pregnant. You're not at any risk. Maybe you should wait. Nothing wrong with the vaccine, but just wait. For that, she essentially gets fired from her job, her career, a job that's really hard to get being a sideline reporter at ESPN. So again, I give her credit for standing by her principles, but it was a, in her case, it was under doctor's advice <laughs> and they still say, we're going to ruin your life anyway. I don't know. Why so aren't we, there a, a ton of lawsuits against companies like that? Companies that just there, tie them up in, are. in court. Are there? Well, they're there, coming. There, there I, are. I, oh, they, but they, no, no, there are, and they lose. Like this, this has been challenged several times in courts. It loses. So, and they don't, it doesn't make it to trial. These things get dismissed before they even get to summary judgment or discovery or anything. Um, and, and that's how lawsuits work. So I would advise people, actually, this is a big other industry that they have going on. Scam lawyers who will take money from desperate people and tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to we're going to fight this in court. It gets dismissed. There's a guy up in New Hampshire, FOHO. He's taking on all these parents, stolen all this money from parents to sue over these mandates at schools, loses every time. But I think it's different than a private. I wonder if that's different in industry, though. Like if you've got a doctor saying, do not put this in your body and your company is forcing you to put it in their in your body. Don't you think there is some some grounds for for suit there there's uh the precedent was a massachusetts case i believe in 1918 which uh was a whole different deal uh, you know the spanish flu had a fatality rate of like 50 percent mm-hmm. and this one it's like uh for young healthy people it's point oh 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 three percent which is enough that's enough that's all you need to know it doesn't kill you it it, it doesn't even hurt you it, your six-year-old as you know turtle boy is in zero danger from the COVID, I'm not sure what the number is from the vaccine, but it's higher than COVID. Anyway, anyway, here's the problem Aaron Rodgers has and the um, and and the players who, who resist is we if we know one thing about Goodell is he he insists the players submit to him. He insists they comply. That's why Brady lost got suspended for four games. Not because he took air out of a ball, because he didn't submit. He smashed his phone. He re- he was reluctant to sit down and talk because he knew just how duplicitous Goodell was. Goodell's not going to like this. Even though Rodgers is a big, big, big star, he resisted. He did not submit to the demands of Goodell, which is the same as the demands of Biden or Baker or anyone else. They're not going to like this. Rodgers, this is going to be a real test case, I think, because... They're going to punish him and them, the the Packers, who are a Super Bowl contender. He's right there in the MVP race again. He's, once again, a huge star, as important as anybody in the league. And he he didn't do as he was told. So we'll see how it plays out. He's going to miss this week, probably next week. He won't be sick. You know, do you think he'll be sick? Maybe for a day or two, maybe. But he'll come back. That's the state of COVID. People are going to get sick. They're going to get better. It's like the flu now, right? Y- yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and the best part is like the odds of getting it again are all, I mean, he's one of the safest people to be around on the team now when this is over. They should be happy. <laughs> right. You get it over win. with. Right. Yeah. Get, I mean, I'm sure the coach would have preferred they do it. He get it in the off season. Remember the stories back in uh, 
that it would have been a year and a half ago where the, they accused Clemson, I believe, in LSU of giving it to their players on purpose, of, of Dabo Sweeney and Orgeron were accused of make, uh, trying to give their players COVID in the offseason. <laughs> that looks like, that looks genius. Brilliant. It actually is, because you don't want to get it during, you know, the, before the Orange Bowl or whatever the hell they're playing in. You, you don't want it before that, so you're going to, wouldn't it be ideal? I mean, although it sucks, he got what really sucks is he got it before the goddamn Chiefs game. I mean, didn't they play some suck bag? Didn't they play the Redskins? Why couldn't you get it before the Redskins game? You got to get it. <laughs> don't you? Um, mean, don't you want to see Jordan Love play? He's starting. He's playing. I do. Yeah, but I want to see the Chiefs lose, Jerry. We're we have the same record as the Chiefs. We're no, trying we to get do. in the playoffs. We, do. we have the same record. I want the. Chiefs I know you're not. It. You're not a townie. I know you don't like. You don't like the hometown teams anymore. I like. I like you're watching great quarterbacks. I used to love watching. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, it's not so fun anymore watching him struggle. I liked, I liked watching the Chiefs play. Chiefs, uh, and if they won, so be it. But uh, I, I don't like the fact that Mahomes has uh, come crashing back to earth. That's too bad. But so, um, will, so will the will the NFL now force Aaron Rodgers to get the vaccine? And uh, so good resist? question. I don't know what you do if you want to play without it. Uh, I mean, especially again, it's insane. He's going to have the antibody. He's going to have natural immunity. He's gonna he's gonna have whatever the homo homeopathic treatment is. Hasn't he not been going to like there's been there's certain protocol with NFL players who are not unvaccinated? He has not been subject to that protocol, right? He's he's been treated like a vaccinated yes, player, that's correct? How they assumed he was vaccinated because he didn't so do this any whole of the, So this whole thing was based on the honor system in the NFL? Yes, the except the, except for the team was supposed to monitor the player. So they left it up. That's the NFL's excuse here they left it up to the teams which means the team is in trouble not just rogers which means there's going to be this insane fine of like five million dollars that's what i think is going to happen but the question is what happens going forward as carano just said like so he comes back he's fine after a week ready to go what do they do then they're going to make him wear a mask like on the sideline and all that it's going to be refuses it's going to be a big deal to me though the the interesting thing watch the all the karens in the press box comes they they there'll be people who are always you know big big aaron Rodgers fans who will turn like rats on him because he dared to challenge the regime they don't like that they don't like that at all. You know who I'm talking about. You've read them, the Florios, and again. The, I do, but they're not Packer the, fans, Jerry. The, the, the Packer fans, if if this could be groundbreaking, if he starts, they're seven and one, right? They only they're they're running out of time to win Super Bowls. They've only got one out of him. They need it now. Devontae Adams is in the prime of his career. They need now. If Aaron Rodgers sticks to his guns and it's like, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to get vaccinated. If you're not going to let me play, then that's fine. I will stick to my guns. Packers fans aren't going to take that shit, Jerry. Even the Karens are going to be like, no, fuck the rules. Let him play. That I mean, he, we need people like him. The Cole Beasley's of the world don't matter. Aaron Rodgers does. That's absolutely true, which is why it's such a big deal. And uh, here's the headline of Pro Football Talk uh, this morning. Aaron Rodgers violated COVID protocol by doing maskless indoor press conferences. So they're going to demand the league come down on arguably its biggest star. Because he did press conferences like in June and July without a mask. And by the way, he didn't get sick. He didn't get COVID until November. Yeah, well, he didn't. So, well, he has COVID now, which means he didn't have COVID then. So what does he need a mask for? It's a good, I mean, it's a great question. And, we, you know, it's almost become. You can't just, spread what you don't have. 
Uh, I should have worn a mask. <laughs> this is going to be fascinating how this plays out. I'll tell you, Will, what won't be fascinating is um, how the Henry Rugg saga plays out. And I don't know. There's really no uh, debate here. The guy's going to prison, and he's going to prison for a good long time. If you don't know Henry Ruggs, I had a, I had a couple reactions to this. One was Nick Saban's the greatest college coach ever, and I don't think we appreciate what a great coach what a, go- what a great leader of young men he truly is. He keeps guys like Henry Ruggs on the straight and narrow, and they're not you know, getting paid. He keeps them going to school at, to some, at some level. He keeps them from screwing yeah. up for three years, two or three or four years, and he wins national titles, and he turns them into NFL players. And guys, and, and did, did you know Henry Ruggs was this reckless, this crazy? If you haven't been paying attention... He's a, uh, a a young stud receiver, a rookie for the um, Las Vegas Raiders. No, he's he, a second-year player. Second-year player. I'm sorry, second-year player. He was their top draft pick two years ago. He's, he's correct? somewhat of yeah. He's somewhat of a bust so far. Uh, but he was a stud. He was in Alabama. I mean, yeah, receiver, yeah. an Alabama receiver. On, he was on the greatest receiving core of all time on that 2019 Alabama team. He's yeah. he's still 22 years old, so he gets busted. Um, yesterday early um driving 156 miles an hour pretty fast one pretty fast. in a corvette and as in, I a, mentioned, in, a, in a 40 40 in, mile an in, hour zone. Uh, um which is bad enough uh making it worse he was drunk twice the legal limit 1.61 he blew um, he had a RAV4 and killed a poor 23-year-old woman trapped in the car as it was burning. He burned a 23-year-old woman alive at 3.39 a.m. I mean, I just have so many questions. And again, there's not a lot of d- to debate here, but I find the level of recklessness for someone who had so much to lose. I mean, he was making a lot of money. He was in the NFL. He was going to make, you know, insane money. He was going to have a great uh, a career in the league. He was going to make money to make his whole family secure forever. He's 22 and driving 156. When he hit the RAV4, he was going 127. So he was able to slow down a little bit. <laughs> right. He tapped the brakes. We used to say this about Corvettes, you know, when I was younger. When you're young, you think Corvettes are so cool. And now you look at them and you say, uh, the guy's, you know, whatever. The guy's got a small wiener, going through a tough uh, midlife crisis, especially red ones. I don't even know what color it is because it was burned and crashed. And anyway, uh, they're made out of fiberglass, right? That's what we used to say. Isn't that true? Corvettes are fiberglass. They're light. That's why they go so friggin' fast. Um, mm-hmm. But the the idea that you would do this, go 156, even if it were daylight and you were sober, is insane. Yep. When you drunk. Don't most drunk drivers, and I've said many times, I, I don't do that. I do lots of stupid things. That's like, not when one I pass when I pass the ninety, Jerry. I'm like, when you get up to the ninety on the speedometer, it, I I honestly am like, oh, this is a little bit dangerous. Like you don't even realize it's. Not, have you ever done that where you get up to yes, 90 you, and you see don't it right? It? I get a very like, oh, fast car, and see you get to ninety, you go, whoa! Cool, I don't need that ticket. I don't need yeah. that in my life. Well, not only do I need the ticket, if I if I if I turn the wheel just slightly too hard, it's so much easier to get in a skid. Something can go terribly wrong right. when you're go- there's a reason speed limits exist. I couldn't imagine what it feels like to drive 156 miles an hour. His girlfriend was with him. I believe she's in serious condition. She might, you know, she might be screwed up forever. She might die. This is the craziest thing. Well, I shouldn't say that. One of the craziest things I've ever seen an NFL player do because I just assume 
when you're drunk, even if you're in Las Vegas, you're trying to keep it between the between the lines. Just get home, right? You're saying, "Uh oh, I shouldn't be so. driving." Um, I say this uh, all the time: the texters are more dangerous than drunks behind the wheel because drunks are trying to keep it go slow generally and be careful and keep fair it point fair point texters don't give a damn i see them all they're speeding they're in you know weaving they're texting i see it all the time i'm on my bike or i'm i'm running or walking and i look down i say these people are all texting they don't care if they're drunk you know they're just trying to make it home and when they make it home they're oh i made it texters just immediately grab their phone they're driving with one eye or if that but this guy is wasted He's flying. It's 3.30 in the morning. And if he hits someone, it's all over. You know, the millions he was going to earn, the career, it's over. The Vegas Raiders got him immediately. It just, it's mind-boggling how insane people could be. I, I, I've told the story before, but when I was younger, I had a really good friend. We were, you know, high school, college. And he wanted to drive when he got drunk. He wanted to get, we used to take his keys, not because we were afraid he'd, you know, drive home. Because we were afraid he thought it was fun, like things you want to do when you're drunk. Some people want to, you know, they 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 want to talk and laugh and whatever. They want to uh, have sex. You know, certain things people want to do when they get to a certain uh, blood alcohol level. My friend wanted to drive. He had a little fast car, a little Volkswagen Scirocco, and he wanted to go out there and fly around. So we would. He take- didn't. He didn't like dancing. Or, oh, he liked like dancing too. He was a little crazy. <laughs> so one day, that's a weird habit. But go ahead. One day, get arrested, of course, for drunk driving, and I wasn't with him or anything. But I talked to him after, and I said, "Where were you?" He goes, "I don't know." I said, "What are you talking about?" He he woke up in a prison cell and couldn't remember anything. Like that's good. He ran a red light, got busted, taken in, blood alcohol, boom. So he got scared straight at that point. Henry Ruggs must have been one of those guys. He got a buzz on and said, let's go for a ride. I got a vet. You know? That guy is lucky Turtle Boy wasn't around, Jerry, in the 80s or the 70s, whenever the hell that was. Because that's the prime time Turtle Boy story right there. Good transition right there. Well, because- hey, but sorry, one thing before you go. So he faces up to 46 years in prison for <laughs> two counts of, uh, of um, felony DUI. And um, it killed a dog too. He was in the burned up in that car. Ooh, um, uh, that some woman. people find that worse. Tino, Fauci's still on TV. He'll be all right. But then the other, the other thing is, um, is, is as you probably know, the NFL has a free rideshare service. So oh, you right, could just, right, right. I mean, you could just call them up at any point, any time of night, day doesn't matter. The NFL will get you home because this is, you know, this has been a problem with NFL players in the past. Because right. they're an partying. investment. They don't. They're like, an investment, right? Investment. So this guy was, you know, grossly. And he's got uh, no advocates now. The team cut no, him no. the league. Derek Carr said some really – you see the Derek Carr press conference? Yeah, right. He said, he said he wishes he could have talked to him at 3 in the morning and helped him. Like He also he, said he's going to stand by him. Like he was uh. going to jump off a bridge. I mean, he was driving his Corvette drunk at 150 miles an hour. I'm pretty sure, Derek, you couldn't do much to save him. Derek Carr later apologized because he sounded insensitive. There was a 23-year-old woman who just got burned alive by this maggot. So – He's going away. He's going to do like 10, eight, eight, what, maybe seven, eight years, 10 years. Yeah, it seems about right. <laughs> like, yeah, his career is over, I guess. I hope I mean, yeah, I hope that was a fun ride, Henry Ruggs. But that, yeah, I told him not to move the Raiders to Vegas, Jerry. This is what happens. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Or That's any, a reason most sports teams went to Vegas. That's a good point. I don't think you can find a drink at 3.30 in most cities, but you sure can in Vegas. I, 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 I almost forgot, since we're talking about mandates and the treatment of public uh, servants and all that, you had a great blog yesterday, correct? Correct. Correct. And again, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like I, 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 I feel like I do this every time you're on. I feel like I'm give, working the shaft. Not that you can't do that okay. yourself, but I feel oh, like everyone, everyone knows I can do that. You that yeah, we've we've, uh, we've heard, we've, we've heard. But uh, <laughs> this is again you doing the job of the media that refuses to do their job. But it's a great blog and a great story, and you focus on one or two state troopers, state police, or cops. And it gives you a glimpse of the way things are working, the way these are mandate these mandates are being carried out. And uh, granted, you know there was some really disgusting images, anecdotes here that we don't have to go over, but we should. It, oh, we should. But all right, we we should. There's one trooper, a veteran, a combat veteran. He was a marine, correct? He's a marine. Did several tours. It looks like several tours. A freaking hero, if ever there were one. He's being kicked out of the Mass State Police because he doesn't. He's 29 years old. He's fit as they come. He's a, I'm sure he's a rock. Doesn't need the vaccine. Doesn't want the vaccine. And again, he's got principles and he's standing by them. So he's not getting the the vaccination. They're kicking him out along with hundreds and hundreds of other state troopers who young, healthy state troopers, because that's what the tyrant Charlie Baker demands. But they're not just saying, you know, here's your paycheck and. Here's a box, take your stuff. You know, it's been nice knowing you. They're embarrassing them because they want to deter others or should I say uh, convince others to get the vaccine who might be reluctant. So they take this one cop and they embarrass him in front of all his colleagues and make him hand in his gun and everything and make him belittle him to send a message to all the other troopers. Do I have that correct? That is basically what happened in, in front of them in full view of the classroom. They could have just told him, like, you know, send them an email or a letter saying, hand in your badge and gun at this date at this time and we'll take care of it. No, but they wanted to send a message to anyone else and intimidate them in case you guys think you're not going to get vaccinated. This is what we're going to do to you. We're going to do it in front of you. People are going to make you take your uniform off. We're going to take your badge, your gun, everything in front of your peers. And. You don't know what day it's going to happen. There are hundreds of unvaccinated state troopers, Jerry, but they're only doing 20 or 30 a week. So these guys are going into work and they don't know if is today the day, you know, is today because they can't get rid of them all at once. That would be bad press. So they got to do just a little bit at a time. It's sadistic what they're doing. And then there's the cop who actually so the, did so that, it. So the, so the guy getting kicked out or got kicked out is uh, Officer Timothy Barry, correct? Trooper. Yes, correct. Trooper Timothy Barry, Marine vet, again, hero, you know, stud, absolute stud, kicked out, and the guy uh, assigned to kick him out. And again, if it's not for Turtle Boy, we wouldn't know about this slug. This is Lieutenant Matthew Gladue, a not a guy in tip top shape at all, a, a fat, sloven looking, <laughs> slovenly looking uh, hack who took pleasure in uh, kicking. The younger, fitter, more, uh, more capable, more able trooper out of the, the off better, the, force. the better cop, the the good cop was kicked out. The bad cop was the one kicking him out. The one kicking him out as a history of domestic violence, correct? One of the worst issues, one of the worst instances I've ever heard in the history of domestic violence. What he did to this woman, his wife, mind you, 
He choked her. So there, I guess there was infidelity or whatever. She wanted to see his phone. He wouldn't let her see it. They got in an argument and he put, he choked her. And then he dragged her over to the toilet where he had just defecated and he put his, her face in it. She left the house. She escaped. She came back later. He choked her again when she wanted to see his phone. Uh, and there's a criminal complaint filed by the Westfield Police Department. It was kicked up to Springfield District Court. He was put on leave by then corrupt uh, Colonel Marion McGovern. Uh, and, and it went to Springfield District Court. We don't know what happened, but he was off the job for 18 months. He came back like nothing happened. He was promoted to lieutenant. And now he's in charge uh, with kicking other troopers out simply because he's a good cop. That's what they want. What happened? Where's Black Lives Matter? Where's like the reform, the police movement? You have a good cop with an exemplary record. We're kicking him out and we're keeping the domestic abuser because he gets vaccinated. He's good. The other guy's bad. Yeah, the, the, the flat fat slob who likes to abuse his wife gets to stay, make a fortune, by the way. How much is he making? Like 100 and something. He makes 190. 190. That, that, you know, cops were never supposed to make that much. I'm sorry. That's not the, you don't join the force to get rich. Oh, like you get this. all these crazy overtime benefits too, right. time they, and a half and all that they stuff. They make over and... $200,000, $250,000. It's, it's insane. But again, just to reiterate, because you know, you won't read this in the Boston Globe. You probably won't read it in the Herald or hear it on, see it on you know, Channel 5 News. The bad cop, not just a bad cop, a bad person, a really bad person who beats up his wife, sticks her face in the toilet after he takes a dump. That rotten guy, that terrible cop, is in, in still in good standing. He's getting promoted. He's getting raises. He's making a fortune. He's good. Charlie Bick is cool with him. He's wonderful. Timothy Barry, the officer, the 29-year-old Marine vet, combat vet, war hero, is out. He's looking for a job today. He's probably You'll probably see him at Walmart when you go shopping because he didn't want to take a drug he doesn't need. That's the state of the state right now. That's the state of this state and many, many others, the state of the federal government. This is why I hope, I pray that Virginia was just the, the preview of so many things to come because the, even the, you know, the CRT and the gender fluidity in the schools, that was a big deal that affected that election. These mandates are a bigger deal, a bigger deal that are, uh, are going to uh, affect people from coast to coast and border to border. They're going to see this in their neighborhood. They're going to feel it. They're going to know people like Timothy Barry kicked off the force by this slug, this slimeball, wife-beaten piece of crap. He get, he's good. He's going up to work today. He's got all his bennies. He's got his gun, his badge, his job. The guy who doesn't want the drug, he doesn't need the drug, he's gone. That's one story, and it's a great story by you, Turtle Boy. That's one story of hundreds of thousands like it. You imagine the kind of guys they're kicking out of the Navy SEALs, out of the Marines, out of the Green Beret, the Special Forces, the Army Rangers. Imagine the kind of human beings who are being kicked out of the military because they will not submit. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and there's people cheering it on, which is the right. most fucked up part about this whole thing is these people that are cheering this on and they just don't care. They don't because they don't care about police reform or, you know, ma have, making sure we have qualified police officers, making sure we have a good standing army. All they care about, Jerry, is wokeness and optics in general and, and COVID. That's, that's literally all they care about. They don't care if we have an army that can fight and win. They want an army that is diverse. 
gender fluid and vaccinated. That's what matters to them. Right. On the day, you know, the, the, the Chinese sent a hypersonic missile around the world, a missile that could be capable of delivering nukes anywhere, anytime without notice. That was the day I believe that, uh, we celebrated Rachel Levine getting, you know, four stars. This, <laughs> this biological man uh, who, 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 uh, sent many, many, many senior citizens to their death in Pennsylvania while sneaking her mom out. That person, that was something we were supposed to celebrate while the Chinese right. were busy uh, flexing their muscles. But it's madness. It's utter insanity. Turtle Boy will, will be there to chronicle it, thankfully, because not many people will. But you're right. I tweet about this stuff and talk about it all the time. And the people who are cheering it on, I mean, you could check the, check the, uh, the comments on the bottom of your blog guarantee a whole bunch are going to say, good, you know, why don't you just get the vaccine? And you're like, what? Haven't we gone over this? This guy has genuine principled reasons why he does not want the, the, the shot. And you don't care. You just say, shut up and do what you're told. These are people with integrity, with real principles that have real objections to this, to this mandate. And People don't want to hear it. No, screw them. Screw them. It's amazing how cruel, how heartless liberals are when you get right down to it. How cruel. We've always known that, though, Jerry. Right. You and I have known it, but, but I'm pretty sure people who voted for Joe Biden said he's compassionate. He's well, a- they, in their minds, Jerry, this is the compassionate thing to do because Joe Biden is saving lives by getting rid of these horrible people, these horrible anti-vaxxers that are killing us all and they just won't end the pandemic, Jerry, and they're not doing their job. And Joe Biden, thank God for gentle Joe. He's in there. He'd bring back civility to the White I, House. I, th- I, I think like. we've found out many things in the last 10 minutes. I think we found out that was the biggest lie. Talk about the big lie. The big lie to me from the election last year of 2020 was that the guy, Joe Biden, the the winner, the president, is compassionate and empathetic. I've never seen a man so cruel, so heartless, thinks nothing of kicking hundreds of thousands of people out of the military. And by the way, saying they can't qualify for unemployment. They will not be honorably discharged. They will be just destroying their lives because they will not submit to his insane order but it's only just begun and if you want to stay on top of it follow turtle boy or read tv daily news because that was a great blog an infuriating blog if people think charlie baker is not every bit as bad as you know de blasio or or, or biden they're wrong he is a and, freaking and, and tyrant by the way will the globe write about this jerry i mean they they don't like domestic violence right and they don't like cops they don't like bad cops right well domestic so violence is from 2010 right so they're, they're already they're, no they, they put this in oh the there was the me, there was the me too thing although yeah, I that's said, what well, i mean but they're not afraid to trash a white the woman beating cop they don't care what year you did it in since when has that not been fair game for the globe oh they just won't it's, I mean, a, it's a good question but they are concerned about one thing above all others COVID. supporting the authoritarian thug in the white house or in this case uh, the governor's office and charlie baker as you know lives for one thing above all others he wants to uh, that kiss he wants the globe to blow him a kiss every now and then he wants linda bazzuti to really love him so if the globe will applaud him he'll do anything that's why the, the notion that he's a republican is laughable time to drop the r you absolute tyrant you you liberal left-wing tyrant that's what he is He's not, he's not a Republican. He's a disgrace. 
I can't wait for uh, for Deal to kick his ass in the primary. It's going to be fun. It doesn't mean anything, but it's going to be gonna, fun. Is he going to beat him in the primary, you think? I well, mean, it, look, it looks like it from the polls. No decent person, I don't even care what party you would, can look at what Baker's done in the last year and a half and support him. He destroyed well, you thousands of small businesses. Destroyed. They, he ruined they got, children. I know, and I know he did, Jerry. And, they got, and, and Marty Walsh is horrible in Boston, but wait till you see Michelle Wu. That's what I'm saying. Wait till you... Oh, if you I don't like Charlie Baker, do wait till you see what comes after Charlie Baker. Should we do uh, Shay and then you can... I want to uh, get to get Michelle Wu, but I also want to get to Trump because I, 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 you know, I agree with you and on Trump, Turtle Boy. He's he's losing me. He's losing me he's quick. He's got to go. And that, that statement on... Uh, it was that ridiculous. On Youngkin was ridiculous. But let me uh, quickly, we'll do Shay and we'll get to those things. And before we wrap this up, all right, Shay Concrete Law, I know I've told you about it, but I'm going to tell you again because it's important. You need those new steps. Check out your house. Take out, step outside, look at your house. You know what it needs? New con- precast concrete steps. If it's a new home, if it's an old home, you're just remodeling, doesn't matter. Shay has great values with designs for any home. There are many options, including concrete stone or brick i like the uh the blue stone check out the blue stone a new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home giving you much better curb appeal shake and remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps in a matter of hours you know removing those stairs that's not easy they're heavy and awkward where do you even take them if you were to get rid of them your, yourself who knows shay will take care of all that when they're done you'll have a great looking new entrance will add value to your home it's more than an upgrade it's an investment in your home with one phone call shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience and in a few hours you'll get brand, a brand new front entrance learn more about their precast concrete steps at shayconcrete.com you can also look for a job there they have between 15 and 20 openings right now good jobs for a really good company check it out and if you leave to know more if you live you don't want to dive right in stop by one of their plants there are four plants they're having precast days where the public is invited, you can go in, meet people, and learn about the business. Tomorrow's, Give me the schedule uh, again. Sorry, tom- tomorrow's uh, Wilmington, uh, Wilmington, Mass. Tomorrow, that's uh, what is tomorrow? Friday is in Wilmington. Yep. And next Friday is in Amesbury, the main plant, the main office. We will be there. The Callahan Show and the whole crew will be there next Friday, learning about precast content. Stop in and say hello. All right, uh, we got to be quick on this, Turtle Boy. Um, Michelle Wu, I just want to mention this one because it was included in all the big uh, developments, all the big surprises around the country on uh, uh, Tuesday, including the the big upset in Virginia where Youngkin, in a deep blue state, Youngkin defeated uh, the media and McAuliffe, which is obviously one and the same. Uh, it was a big win. It was a great win. It, it caused great consternation a big meltdown and all the liberal media outlets all they they kept talking about racism even though the lieutenant governor this winsome sears is a just a wonderful uh, uh person politician representative she called out joy reed said have me on your show joy reed she's great she's a former marine if you haven't seen winsome sears she isn't going anywhere hopefully she'll be the next governor of virginia and then maybe higher office just put the lie to everything they said about race during that campaign. And then Donald Trump comes out with one of the dumbest things, and he's done a few dumb things, done some great things, but he comes out with a statement. And I know you tweeted about it and a lot of other people did comes out with a statement where he just takes credit 
for Youngkin winning when he yes, had nothing right. to do with it. I mean, no, he won. In, he won in spite of Trump. He's Trump. I mean, I'm I'm give Trump credit. He didn't get in the way, and I give Youngkin credit. He didn't. You know denounce... why he didn't get in the way, Jerry? Because he doesn't have Twitter. It's the best thing that ever happened to us. Is like if he had Twitter, he would be on on there the whole time telling Glenn Youngkin, I thought I liked him, but he turned out to be just another rhino. Don't even bother voting. The whole thing is rigged anyway. Your loss, Virginia. He can only like getting rid of Trump on Twitter has basically made him voiceless. He's kind of irrelevant to the conversation at this point, unless you sign up uh, for his Well, I mean, I think there are places that he could go and and be relevant. You know, if it's down south, I mean, he's, you know, deep uh, red states. I think uh, he will be. My point is, Jerry, he doesn't have the platform to bully like he used to. Like, he used to be able to strike fear in the hearts of people like Yunkin. They had to get on board with him or else Trump would mock them on Twitter. He no longer has the ability to do that. And, and Yunkin could be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. But young, and Yunkin handled it beautifully. He, he really did. Yunkin uh, didn't, uh, again, didn't denounce him, didn't embrace him, didn't welcome him, didn't tell him to stay away. At least he didn't publicly, which was smart. He did it well. You don't want, I mean, you, you want Trumpkins to support you, especially when you're in, um, in, in Virginia and you have that seriously red area down south or out west, near West Virginia, where they were uh, serious... Um, uh, you know, right-wing Trumpkins, MAGA people. I, I thought he handled it brilliantly, but I, I guess no one's helping Trump with his statement. I'm trying to find his statement right now. Um, no one's helping him, apparently, right, with his statements because they're stupid. Not all of them, but this one was very stupid. Yeah, it was, it was Is this just the one, and... sentence, the one sentence one? He says, uh, if there were no Trump in this election, there would be no Glenn Youngkin, and then it's attributed to John Fredericks, the John Fredericks show. So he just, is that the only so statement that he put if, out? So his, his reaction to this huge... Uh, election this big was if there were no trump there'd be no youngkin yeah i'm sorry this is not a time to take credit you weren't part of this it's a great thing you should be happy but you don't get any credit for it because uh, it's just all about him and it's not about him like he did his job he done his job like he made the conservative party more aggressive more fun to be a part of you know, we've we've gotten rid of people like we reject people like Mitt Romney. Now, that is his legacy. But at this point, like MAGAism is here to stay. Glenn Youngkin, DeSantis, these people embrace the MAGA philosophy and the agenda, but they just deliver it better. There's no need for him anymore because his personality sucks. And it turns off Barbara from the PTO, who doesn't like drag queen story hour, but it doesn't also doesn't like name calling. Jerry, and there's people or, yeah, out and, there and, like that. And her mind is made up. And, is, and if Trump comes back. She'll never vote for Trump, She ever. was not going to be never. persuaded. You're absolutely right. These culture issues were instrumental in this election, and Young can handle them beautifully. He didn't rant and rave and scream. He just said, you know, like, parents, Jerry, we're going to listen to parents. We're going to make boys go in the boys' room, essentially. There are there are people you know, and I'm sure there's people that I know and you know, that you could try to convince them like, yeah, DeSantis is good. Youngkin's good. You could vote for him. There are people, you know, that you could try to convince to vote for this guy. You know, with Trump, it's just a lost cause. Like, I, right. I'm not going to waste my breath trying to tell you to vote for Trump because you'll never, ever do it. And, and ideally, and ideally, Trump supporting DeSantis, actually going to rallies and saying DeSantis is my guy would be huge. It would be great. Huge, huge. We, is he incapable of doing that? Because he's, yes. he's an old, you know, he's an old man. Of, it can't be all about him, Jerry. He's the guy. He really is a, a, a narcissist and completely, you know, self-centered. 
I mean, he, you heard him in the Access Hollywood tape. That was the real him. Like, well, I can do whatever I want. Right. Well, you know, I, I'm it. the king. No, they let you. Not I can do it. They, they let, you. let I, you. They let you. They let you. Because he's yeah. awesome. You know, he's he's the greatest thing ever. But, but when you look at Biden stumbling and bumbling yesterday, once again, just a lost soul. I mean, just completely uh, incoherent. And you say, how did he get to be president? Well, number one reason is so Trump. many people, not 81 million, but lots of people hated Trump. They just hated yeah. to see him here. So they wanted him gone, even though they ushered in this disaster, this this complete mess of an administration. And they're like, good, Trump's gone. You go, wait, what about you know, inflation, the border, Afghanistan? I don't care. Trump's gone. We should uh, we should say goodbye to the stream if you want to continue. We can do that. But uh... OK, bye stream. We're going to continue for just uh, another couple of minutes. So, you know, join us, you know, join us on um on Apple or Spotify or wherever else. We'll be out there in a in a little bit. Available in a little bit if you want to hear the rest. How's that for a tease? I mean it's gone now, so Brilliant. you missed it. Brilliant. You missed it. Um but I, I thought that statement and I'm not quite with you on in this respect where you say Trump can, Trump's dead, Trump's done. I know that's the the Matt Walsh take and a few others that this is the signal that we're all moving on from Trump. I don't think it's that easy. You, you, we Not move on. Easy. We move on from Trump when Trump lets us move on. From right. Trump. I feel like that. Like that's what it should be. We should be moving on from Trump. But there are still. Anytime I tweet this out, it's like I lose followers. Right. Like I get the MAGA people, and then, no, no, Trump did this. Trump did that. Like exact. And I'm like, this is why. This is why we can't move on because he still has all these people, and they will do whatever he says. Well, I guess um, we can mention the. The documentary, uh, Carano and I have both seen all three parts of the T Tucker Carlson uh, documentary, Patriot Pulse, on, on uh, January Patriot 6th. Purge, it, it, I mean, Pulse, Purge. Patriot Purge. It's great. You must see it. There's all kinds of footage and witnesses and stories and angles that you have not seen because the mainstream media is so corrupt. They not only don't want you to see this, they want someone to stop. Tucker, stop Fox. As we mentioned before, I don't remember who it was. It was an MSNBC guy, I think, or CNN guy who said they want criminal charges against Tucker because he did this story, which is really good because, and, and again, he should thank the mainstream media because they ignore all these stories. They ignore these people. They want them locked away. They want them in solitary. They want them abused. But in, and he told the whole story of Ashley Babbitt. It's amazing. The mainstream media, for once, don't care or support, essentially, a cop who shot an unarmed pro protester. They're all okay with that. First time ever, the media does not mind when a cop shoots dead an unarmed protester, shoots her in the throat, and boy, does Tucker have some footage of that one carano huh we yeah just it's, uh, it's over and over the other thing that that i pulled from this is they i mean tucker showed ron paul from 2008 saying the patriot act um allows the government to arrest and detain american citizens without due process and detain them indefinitely that's 2008 he was warning warning about that shit and now you're starting to see it in in full force right I mean, and there are lots of people like me who regret ever supporting george w bush and all his efforts i think i think there was a little bit of overkill on uh tucker's part in trying to draw the parallels between the last war on terror and this war on terror i mean they literally you know weaved in photos and videos from 
yeah. from Abu Ghraib, you know, when they you know, yeah. made the human pyramid and they abused the terrorists. They'd, they'd, they'd weave that in with story, with 9-11, with, they'd weave in footage from Abu Ghraib with footage from January 6th. A little bit of overkill, but the stories of the people arrested, detained, still detained, some of them, I mean, the guy who put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk is facing 11 years he in prison. He was let in. They said, hey, just be peaceful by the cops on, on premises. Uh, he was walking around, and uh, a photographer and, and um, reporter just said, hey, you want to pose? We'll take a picture of you. We want to pose on on uh, on Pelosi's desk. And he did. And now 11 years for that? And he's, and, and he's a lunatic, by the way. <laughs> is he not I a mean, nut yeah, that, that's the problem. But but you kind of have to be a little bit of a lunatic to want to walk. You got to be a little... Gotta be a little off if you want to walk through the Capitol, uh, in a right, in kind right. of a, and which a is fine. Like I mean, that. you 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 don't you don't send us a guy to eleven years for being kind of a nut. No, which he is. If you did, then all these Antifa guys would just for you know who they are, they'd be going to prison. But they're not. It's a it's a really good, uh, different look at uh, January sixth, and I give Tucker credit. He did it, even though they're threatening to send in the troops and 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 you know arrest him for it. It was refreshing. But one last thing on Michelle Wu. I love this idea that we're supposed to celebrate history. Even Dan Shaughnessy was tweeting about history. That's an idiot. History. When are we going to stop saying it's history because this person has a different, uh, is a different race or a different ethnicity? The person, the new mayor of Boston, is no different than the last mayor or the mayor before that, or the next oh, mayor. She's a little different. She's like, you're going to be begging for Marty Walsh back. Let me just tell uh, people uh, that. Uh, fine. So so she's more of a moon bat. But yes. I love this idea that we celebrate history. This is a, a blow-in carpetbagger from Chicago, correct? Yeah, or, they all are. Went to Harvard. She's Elizabeth Warren's girl. Liz, Liz Warren loves her. She's a radical leftist from somewhere else who went to Harvard and thinks she can, you know, come in here and take over the city and she can she because can. she's got the support of a bunch of other blow-in grifters and well, it's a communist city it's at the boston globe so you know if you grew up here if you worked here lived here you needn't you need not apply this is about mm-hmm. carpetbaggers like michelle Wu, but we're supposed to celebrate because you know her great-grandparents come from another country when do we get past that you know never well i don't i think it was a big vote against that mentality in virginia but certainly not in Boston, where we're supposed to celebrate because she's a different ethnicity than the last person. It's just they have the same philosophy. You know, they're the same uh, type of politician. They support the same policies, but they have different, you know, skin color. So we're supposed to think it's historic. It's just nuts. Well, eventually we'll all be the same race anyway. We're just going to be this one right. big blend of all uh, races. Good, that's, that's, that's the way to do point. it. It's a good I mean, it's point. Take, Eventually, we're all going to be mutts. Years, but yeah, exactly. You know, but no, no, it's happening faster than that. They're, Maybe. You know, the, the races and the ethnicities, they're all getting mixed up. And 50 years from now, these race grifters, I realize that, you know, it'll be a whole new generation. But you're not going to be able to play that card. You're not going to be able to be, you know, Jamel Hill and, and Joy Reid anymore because you're not going to even know what well, race anybody is. It wasn't even that long ago. So my my grandparents uh, on my father's side were both both Italian. So their kids were all Italian until he you know he married my mom. My mom's parents um, they were on their one side was all all Irish and the other one was all French and it was this big to do when the Irish man and the French woman married. But now it's like right. that stuff. That, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't that long the, ago. 
it was a big to do if they both weren't Catholic, you right. know, or they both weren't the same. That was a big no deal. No one cares it's not anymore. anymore. No one cares. Times have changed. Times have changed swiftly, dramatically, and in the good news is we still have a bunch of these grifters, a bunch of these race hustlers out there, and but they're you know their their jig is up, you know, uh, in you know I don't know when twenty, forty, fifty years it'll be over. We'll be done with it, and we won't say, boy, history was made. Just because this person's parents or grandparents came from somewhere else, history's made when we actually have some diversity of thought. They don't believe in that in the Boston Globe, the least diverse place in the world, except maybe you know, New York Times or the Boston Red Sox front office. Diversity only matters when it's diversity of thought, diversity of ideas. When it's diversity of your complexion, it means nothing. I agree. Eventually, eventually people will come around and they'll understand that. But you can control right. your character. You can't control the other stuff. You can't control your right. color. And, you can't control your height. That's not how it works. You control your character. And it's the most unhealthy, uh, you know, uh, regressive thing to, to tell children, to tell young people that the most important thing is something you can't change, that you were it's born that way. Sin, again. Your skin color, your, your sex. Your ethnicity, that means nothing, means nothing in the long run. Stop making it out to be the most important thing. That's why I think the vote in Virginia was so important. That was a vote against this race obsession. In in Boston, we're celebrating this race obsession. Say, look, she's Asian, and uh, the last one was black, and the one before that was white. And boy, we got such diversity. No, you don't. They do you it so well, say- though. They do it so well, dude, because they got to set up the guilt first. They have to say this right. is a racist city and get enough people to believe it, so that they'll be okay with starting to judge people based on their race later on. It's brilliant. Okay. It's a well, it's a brilliant well, move, but sick. But if you had two people, you know, one was whatever, an Irish Catholic white guy, and one was an Asian woman from Harvard who you know, grew up, you'd say, ooh, we make history if we vote for the Asian woman. And you say, but why? She believes in the same things, the same principles, the same philosophy, governs the same way. Let me know when, you know, you really shake things up, like Winsome Sears, like a black woman uh, from Jamaica uh, who is the lieutenant governor, hopefully the next governor in Virginia, that's shaking things up. That's putting the lie to the fact that, you know, black people have to be liberal or have to be Democrats. She's a really good candidate, a really good spokesman. I hate to break it to our friend Tom Shattuck, though, but he says she's going to be president someday. I, I mean, how have- much, Tom, how much do you really know about her to say that first? Well, like, let's, well, let's think, just give her a little I mean, time he did what I any... did. He read the Wikipedia. Yeah, exactly. Let's see if there's any any demons there in the closet first before. Let's show. Let's slow our roll on her. She's she might but, be fine, but she's still a politician. Like, but yeah, I figured you'd love her because she loves guns. But uh, well, I, appreci- is- I appreciate I appreciate the same stuff that that you appreciate is is uh, it's throwing the lie in their face. I mean, I, I appreciate that. But let's there. These are still politicians we're talking about. I believe she's not eligible to be president. I believe oh, is she, she was, was she born, born in Jamaica. I believe so. Oh, yes, okay. I believe she came to this country as a young girl. Her father emigrated here. I think she was not born here. So she's not eligible unless you change the Constitution, Constitution, which is fine. You know what? I'll settle for uh, governor of Virginia. How about that? Okay. That'd be good. And uh, and just uh, a whole new face of the, the Republican Party. That'd be, that'd be great. And by the way, she's a really good speaker. I know you heard her speech and I've seen her interviewed. In fact, I'm looking at an interview with her right now. She's a really good speaker, bold. She stood right up and said, hey, Joy Reid, why don't you have me on your show? If you're, She said, if you're woman enough, 
have me on your show. Yeah, because if you're her, think of how condescending Joy Reid is to like to to her. I mean, I, I would I would challenge that too. I think she did the right move. And I guarantee Joy Reid will not have her on her show because no she doesn't have the balls. Because this woman's smarter and has more integrity than Joy Reid. But you know, she could uh, call her out and embarrass her. That's uh, good enough. But all right, we will leave it there. Thanks to Turtle Boy. Check him out at TB Daily News. Read that blog about the Mass State Police and just. Get ready, because it's going to happen everywhere. It's going to happen in cops and firemen and and, and nurses and, and EMTs and soldiers and Marines. It's just begun. By the way, it has just begun. These mandates are just now kicking in. This insanity is just now taking hold, and it's going to get worse. Uh, but you can read that at TB Daily News or follow him on Twitter at Dr. Turtleboy. You can follow Matt Carano on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter or the show at The Callahan Show on twitter i appreciate it thanks to everybody for watching and listening and commenting and uh you can join us tomorrow correct on locals is this thursday yes yeah. it is yeah yeah yeah. so we're always on locals the live stream but yeah we do the extra show for supporters for people who pay six dollars a month or sixty dollars a year um we, can come and see the show with us tomorrow morning that's excellent you can do that join us tomorrow morning on locals uh if you join if you subscribe if you sign up do it. Do it now. Locals.com. I appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning on Locals.